Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill. And this is a podcast about all the dumb things that people will do for love. Episode one forty three. We're back. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. Yeah. How um, was your week? Um, good. It's good. This weather is confusing me. It looks so nice outside, and I'm like, want to wear a tank top? I want to wear. Got to get the good sun out, guns out. I want to wear a tank top. I want to roll my windows down. Actually, I hate riding with my windows down. I do too. I do not understand the appeal of a convertible. I am Guys, like, that's because oh. we have hair. Yes. Guys don't have short hair or no hair. Hey, some have long hair. Maybe the guys with long hair will, will chime in here. But they don't get that like it is not fun to ride around with your hair blowing all over the place. It's no, very uncomfortable. Oh, my boyfriend before Ben had a Jeep and he loved to ride with the fucking top sound. And I was just like, can we not? Can we not ride with the top down? Like, can you just put the top back on? He was just like, that's why I got the Jeep. I'm like, it sucks. <laughs> I hate your Jeep, man. I hate your Jeep. Um, well, so one of the biggest, like, uh, well, not biggest, but one of the most reoccurring arguments that Zach and I used to have was that he would always roll down my window <gasps> and I would roll it up <laughs> and then he'd roll it down and I'd roll it up and I would be like, listen, my window, my choice. Yes. Okay. My Zach. window, my choice. And he would say that it was throwing off the like equilibrium of the car. I get it. It makes people's ears pop or yeah. whatever, you know, but it's still... My window. <laughs> you know, then roll yours up, man. I know exactly. <laughs> no. So, <sighs> anyway, the, but the weather it looks like super nice, but then I go out there and it's like the wind is insane and it's a little chilly. But and we're, the pollen we're getting count there. Is high. Sure is. I know we talked. Like oh, I, man. I know that this is something. It sounds crazy when you talked to people about like oh allergies and the pollen, but like until you have experienced. Like an Atlanta pollen season, you do not know. It is crazy. Everything is blanketed in yellow. Like I had to, t- I had to max a bath yesterday because he was outside and he was just covered in pollen. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh. I wore a black blazer to uh, an inspection the other day, like walking around a property. Blazer out- Jen, she's blazer professional. Jen. Professional comedian in a blazer, like pull a poundstone. Um, oh no, I want you but, to start wearing a blazer and a tie. I will wear a tie. I'm just being like, fellas. Oh man, I used to have to wear a tie when I worked at IHOP. I got really good at tying a tie. Yeah, I had to. I um, had to wear a tie at restaurant jobs before. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Um, so. Uh, and I was outside for like an hour and a half of walking around. By the time I got back in my car, my blazer was completely yellow. It's, I didn't touch anything. Yeah. I didn't rub on anything. It just made my whole jacket yellow. Yeah. It's yellow. uh, it's out of control. Yeah. Um, man. Well, shit. We spent a lot of time talking <laughs> about the weather. <laughs> hey, you guys. This is a quickie episode. We forgot to say that, which is 
per the schedule. So you guys know what's going on. We're on a we're on a roll schedule wise. And then next week we're gonna get off the roll schedule wise because it's our kids' spring break. Yes. Spring break. We're going 22. places and we're not gonna tell you where because of the curse of the podcast. Yeah. We want it to happen, but we'll tell you when we get back. We'll tell you when we get back. We'll tell you all about it. Um but for now, you know, enjoy this episode and then uh next week we'll put up like a best of or something like that and you can remember how much fun we used to be. Yeah, <laughs> we ran out of things to talk about up top. Like, when we had actual content. Like, remember when they didn't talk about the pollen? <laughs> uh, all right, should we get into our quickies? Let's do it. So, Jen, we both have tattoos. What yeah. would you say is your? I noticed yours the other day when you were leaning over. Were you to get something out of the refrigerator? Were you looking at my butt? I was. <laughs> Do you like so what I you saw? Always looking at your butt. Uh, what would you? What do you think? What would you say is your most random tattoo? Well, it's exactly the definition of random. My most random tattoo is the one on my ankle where I went to LA for shows. But when I was there, um, there's this tattoo artist uh, who's a friend of mine. Her name's Emily Effler, and she's amazing like celebrity yeah. tattoo artist I was like uh, you know you have to get something from her so I actually wanted to have the one that was inside my arm um uh touched up yeah the floral one and so I was like if anybody's gonna do it it's gonna be her because she has she does the most beautiful floral work so I when I went out there my brother Bobby was with me Bye-bye. Bye-bye. and um and so she looked at my tattoo and was like, I don't want to like muddy this up. There's like, I can't really do anything to it that I think it's just going to make it like ugly. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm here. You know, I have an appointment. Like it's Emily Effler. She's like, you know what I mean? Like I want a tattoo. So Bobby called my kids and said, hey, mom's, I'm here with mom. She's getting a tattoo. Like what should she get? And they just started yelling things into the phone. They're like, a moon, a dragon, roses, blah, blah, blah. And so Emily was like, give me five minutes. I'll be right back. (laughs) So Emily like went and drew up this picture, which was everything that my kids had said, but it was like a really cool picture. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And so I like, I got this ankle uh, tattoo of this picture of, it's got like a moon and roses in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's cooler than it sounds. But um, I put not a single minute of thought into it. I love that. I love that so much because it's not like, that is something that you'll always think of your kids. And you'll always think of that experience. And I feel like that's yeah. what a tattoo is for. It's like we, sometimes we try to put, so much meaning into one thing and you're like i don't know once you get one you're kind of like eh. <laughs> it's, it's really all i'm about, already ruined yeah it's all it's all about how i feel about it um i it, my first one was very random it was like i was on spring break and i was 18 years old and Fuck yeah, uh, and i was like i'm getting a tattoo Woo! all my friends we all decided to get tattoos but of course, like I had no idea what I wanted. And I was like, I just want something very small that nobody can ever see. And so, of course, I got it in. This was um, in the 90s. So it was a tram- in the tramp stamp area, which I'm probably not supposed to say that anymore. But you know what I mean? A lower back tattoo. <laughs> and I just looked at the wall and picked out a, it was called a tribal sun. 
but it nice. looks literally like a, a nut and bolt. Like my mom was like, what is it? And I was like, it's a tribal son. <laughs> she was like, what tribe? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like the guy literally was like, how about you take more time to think about this? I don't want to put this on you. This is really dumb. <laughs> and I was like, no, this is what I want. <laughs> I want it and I want it now. <laughs> oh my God. And I got it. Damn it. <laughs> I got it. And then. Do you still love it? I love it just for the like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, the just story. the yeah. story and the memory, and to be like, oh, I used to be like dumb and spontaneous. And then. Oh, yeah. And now around it is um, a dragon. <laughs> I got that when I was 19. So. Oh, yeah. You had to add. Yeah, yeah. I had, had to, to add. add to it, right? I mean, now it looks super cool. <laughs> um, but I know I don't regret them at all. I, I rarely see them, right? Because they're on my back. And then that's I have one that's on my back and I I always forget that it's there because I can't see it. And then, you know, if I like see a picture or something of my back, I'm like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I also have um, a little stick woman. She's called a wild woman, which is actually it looks like the most random one, but it's actually my favorite. And it was very intentional. It's it's like a, a little figure that Aaron's mom puts in her art she does a lot of like collage art she's an artist like a real professional artist and she put it like in all of her art I can't remember when it was but she sent a little note with that drawing to us she calls it her wild woman and she gave us like the definition of a wild woman which is just like just a woman who can be like all of these things at one time kind and moody and a parent and a mother and a you know, a friend and an independent and whatever, you know, like all of these things. And so we all have like she Aaron has it. uh, Grace has one. Aaron's sister Kara has one. Like we all got this wild woman. So that's so cool. Yeah. So that one I really love. The other ones are just kind of funny, but um, they're all the Dave Matthews fire dancer tattoo. My, <laughs> just in different places. <laughs> By my barbed wire tattoo around my arm. Yeah. Right. And it's also around your ankle. That's also around and my also on your eyebrow. Uh-huh. And I have a dolphin mm-hmm. that's <laughs> swimming nice. on my calf. Um cool. so okay, so this is about a woman who got a very random tattoo. I got my information from New York Post by Andrew Court. So this British woman named Kaylee Williams is now trying to track down the man whose name she spontaneously tattooed on her butt (gasps) during a girl's trip back in 2012. Oh, my God. I know. So Kaylee, she was 22. She was on vacation with four friends in Spain. And she said, I'm a bit of a party animal. And I was just having fun with my friends. And they were on a night out. And they saw this group of guys who were all dressed as babies. They must have been on, like, a bachelor party. Um, but they all had – these guys were from Wales. They all had diapers, pacifiers, oh baby bonnets. Oh, my God. That's so unattractive. <laughs> I know. So they weren't, like, flirt. They were just, like – laughing and chatting with these guys and uh-huh. um and so and they were all the guys were all getting tattoos and Kaylee was like I'll get a tattoo and one of the guys was like you should get my name and she was like all right and he was like no no oh my god I don't believe That's- you would and then she was like if you pay for it I'll get it and then he paid for it he he forked over what was like $33 for the tattoo and she got this stranger's name Daniel Ford tattooed on her butt as a joke and she says she woke up the next morning she had a hangover and she had she was like oh shit I have 
somebody's name tattooed on my ass. And so she goes down. She's at there at a hotel and she goes down for breakfast. And as she was eating, who comes out of the elevator but this guy, Daniel Ford. She said she was like totally embarrassed. And so they kind of like made small talk. And he was actually leaving that day, he had a suitcase in his hand. And so she was like, hey, where are you from? And he was like, I'm from Cardiff, which is in Wales. And then she said that was it. That was the last time she talked to him. She said it wasn't like, so it wasn't like she had a holiday fling. She actually had a boyfriend at the time. Right. So she flew back to the UK and she says that her boyfriend didn't mind that she had another man's name on her butt. He thought it was funny. He thought it was funny. Yeah. He just kind of like. That's a good dude. Yeah. He laughed it off. I would think it, it was funny. I would think it was <laughs> funny too. But do you remember, have, did you ever hear that joke that Beth Stelling joke about how she has her ex-boyfriend's signature on her back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which uh-huh. is like true. And she called it her back lease. And like, there was like a, <laughs> at one point she, she had it like crossed out and then had other names underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> like tattooed underneath it all crossed out, um, which I just think is so hilarious. But so 10 years later, Kaylee is now a mom. She said she has no regrets about her tattoo because it reminds her of the fun vacation with her friends, which I'm like, yes, that's Good. exactly right. Yeah. And she says she has been thinking about Daniel Ford and she's eager to meet him. She says, 10 years on, I'm thinking I should try to find him. It's his name on my bum after all. Apparently she went on social media to try to find him and she found a guy with the name because it's Daniel Ford with an E. So it's not uncommon, but it's not so common. Yeah. Um, So she sent him a message, but she hasn't heard back. She's still waiting for him to open the message. She said, I don't know if it is a Daniel Ford or the Daniel Ford. She said she just really wants, she just thinks it's funny and wants to get in, you know, to be like, hey, do you remember? I have your name on my butt. She said, it'll be good to get back in contact with him just to see if he remembers. If I do manage to find him, I have no idea what I'll say to him. Maybe I'll offer him his money back for paying for the tattoo. Who knows? <laughs> this is such a morbid thought, but it's like, what if she finally found him and something he's going through like, the worst day of his life. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what if he like just lost his job and his dog died? And like, I don't know, his wife left him. And then all of a sudden he gets an email. It's like, remember me? <laughs> Do you remember how you used to be so much fun? Your name is tattooed on my butt. You're on my ass forever. <laughs> He's a priest now. That time? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it'll cheer him up. You yeah, it would cheer me up. You never know. Man, uh, I would love that. Or what if he was like at a funeral and then he got like <laughs> a voicemail that was like, hey, <laughs> or- you might not remember me, but. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, hey, and it's like, of course, all over the like New York Post, mm-hmm. the Daily Mail, all of those kind of movies. Oh and there's God. like pictures of her with, you know, her ass on the tattoo and like. I just, I yeah, if somebody sends it to him, like, is this you? Oh, my God. <laughs> His boss is like, is this you, Daniel Ford? Daniel Ford, CEO of whatever, whatever now. <laughs> Daniel Ford, when you told us that you had the flu that weekend and <laughs> were supposed to be at a conference, Daniel Ford. <laughs> Daniel Ford, oh. when you were in a, a baby bonnet <laughs> and diapers. Ugh. Daniel Ford, when you told me you were taking care of your sick mother. <laughs> um, God bless you, Daniel Ford. Oh, man, I can't wait. I, I can't wait for an update for that one. Hey, Sally. Hey, Jen. Are you ready for my cookie this week? Yes, I am. Great. 
Um, my quickie comes from uh, an article from Mirror UK written by Julia Bannum and Olive Loveridge Green. All right. A man went viral this week, as they say, viral, um, <laughs> for baking his sister her wedding cake. He made her, um, it was, his name was uh, Alvaro Rodriguez, he's 29 years old of Santiago, Chile, uh, made his sister a seven layer traditional looking cake. So it had seven tiers. Wow. But And he spent 20 hours making and baking and decorating this cake. But the reason that this went viral was because the very top layer of this cake was laced with weed. It was a weed cake. <laughs> it was a pot cake. So, um, so although uh, weed is illegal for uh, production and public consumption in Chile, it's actually legal for private at home consumption. Yeah. So I guess this is private at home, even though it was like a public event, if you will. But um, but apparently his sister requested that he make that for her after they had had some quote unquote magical brownies at her um at her brother's house before. And so she asked him to <laughs> she make was like, you know, it would be so fucking cool. <laughs> it was the top tier of my wedding cake. Like the highest tier got you fucking high. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, they fucking love, but apparently everyone, all of the guests were made fully aware of yeah. what was going into that la uh, that layer and they kept it aside um, and separated and they didn't give it to any children because that could have been a disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like every, um, every high school has some sort of uh, like urban legend about someone making weed brownies for like the PTA. Oh, Yeah. I mean, you know? I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I like... heard that my someone in my school did that, but I don't know if anybody actually really did that. That's like the urban legend of like someone, um, someone's brother bought a keg, and everybody was so drunk, and then they found out that it was O'Doul's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or like um, <laughs> somebody making up the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's from me. <laughs> it's from Mean Girls. Like, do you remember that? There was a part of Mean Girls where, like, I heard, like, Kim made out with a hot dog. Oh, yeah. Like, or whatever. <laughs> we, had, we had that, but it was, I'm not going to say the name of this person because he was actually a very lovely person, uh -huh. but somehow the rumor got started in our school <laughs> that he had sex with <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta pull it together. Okay. <laughs> that he had sex with a, a dolphin. <laughs> that was so fucking random. <laughs> it makes no sense. It is impossible. How would that ever fucking happen? But I swear to God, we were all convinced that this person had sex with a dolphin because somebody said that he did. <laughs> logistics of that like was he on like a, a carnival cruise and <laughs> went on the dolphin experience like what i think he like i truly when i look back it's so sad this guy was so awesome and so sweet but i think he like maybe 
had a bracelet with a dolphin on it (laughs) or wore a t-shirt with a dolphin on it. (laughs) And then somehow he became the guy that had sex with dolphins. Oh my God. (laughs) Anyways, back to the quickie. Um, So, um, (laughs) sorry. Kids are so fucking dumb, man. I know. I can't wait for my kids to come home with like a dumbass rumor. That they heard about somebody. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, so back to the quickie. Okay. So apparently this tick. So there's a TikTok of, of all of these people at the wedding, like laughing and dancing and like, um, you know, cheering and having so much fun with this one because they're high as fuck with this wedding cake and that it's gotten over 13 million views on TikTok. I love, I and, mean, I think it's a great idea. It's like, but people are drinking. What what's the difference? Yeah, everybody gets hammered at weddings. Like, why not? Yeah. Why not have and, a weed cake. So of course people are commenting on TikTok and some of the comments are great. Um, some people are saying things like, definitely doing this on my wedding day. And another person wrote, Okay, I didn't want to get married, but now that I've seen this, <laughs> I want to get married, then divorced. But I will already have been happy with my magical wedding cake. <laughs> uh, and um, Alvaro said, it was good fun. Me and my sister had already tried magical brownies and the effect was very funny. So when she asked to have a bit for her wedding cake, I didn't think twice. The magic level itself took me two hours and was pretty easy. He said, I just infused it with the butter from the day before. And once the brownie said, <laughs> I put it with the other levels of chocolate ganache and voila. There's actually a cooking show. I think it's called Cooking on High. Oh yeah, Cooking I have not watched it. Um, a lot of comedians we know are yeah, like Ramon yeah. Rivas is on the show. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's a lot, of, but it, it's it's just yeah, it's funny like what um, chefs people become when there's weed involved. Right. So. <laughs> Did some I bet everybody like took one piece of cake and then were like, this is not doing anything, and then ate another yeah. piece of cake. <laughs> like and then anyway. there was everything was like, uh oh, time stopped. <laughs> I bet there was a, like a room somewhere where people were just laying on the floor. Because oh. I feel like that's what happens when you like <laughs> yeah. take too many edibles. Yeah. Sophia, my 15-year-old niece that listens to this, I'm not talking about me. No, no. This is theoretical. I've never we just taken... heard things. Right. This yeah. is just stuff that people have told me. We've seen on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm – Somebody do somebody else do that. Somebody do that and invite me to your wedding. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like fun. Tell us, I want to hear what are the dumb because this is not related to the story, but I want to hear what your dumb high school rumors were. Oh. So like I think that would yeah, that would be so fun to hear. So that was my dumb high school rumor. This person, I don't want to say his name, um, had sex with a dolphin. <laughs> That's <laughs> Amazing. I'm sure that I'm I have to think as well. I have to ask I have to ask Dr. Dude Fuck. Dr. Dude Fuck. Um what some of our high school rumors are, but I do okay. know the one the first one I can think of is that this guy that I dated, like maybe sophomore year in high school, had like really sticky out ears. And the rumor was that he had had them sewn shut, <laughs> like sewn to back to his head, but that they had, were too sticky outy, and so they popped out one day. I mean, just the phrase "sticky outy" just shows me how young you guys were. <laughs> that this was a rumor. When this was a rumor, is yeah, what I'm yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> St- sticky outy eels. <laughs> 
can't think of another way to like say it. His ears, his big old ears. His ears stuck out. Yeah, big old stick out ears. Sticky out yeah. ears. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, give us your high school rumors. I, I would love to hear those, man. Um, okay, well, I have a nice story to end on. Oh, yay. Okay. okay. Um, so this is from the Good News Network by Andy Corbley and Sportico by Barry Bloom. Uh, and maybe by that last one, you realize this is about a sports person. NBA player Bismack Biombo raised a lot of eyebrows when he decided to sit out the 2021 season. Um, he recently released an interview where he revealed the reason um, for his sudden departure. He was actually caring for his sick father. Yeah, so he had been both in um, his hometown in, Dem- in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, where he is from. And then as his father's health declined even more, he he was in a hospital in Turkey. And sadly, his fa- his father passed away in August of 2021. Bismack calls his father his everything. He said, he was my friend, my business partner, my mentor, and everything. And he said that after his father passed, that he just kind of lost some of his drive to play basketball. But one thing that he did realize during his time with his father was just how fortunate he was to simply be able to bring his father to a hospital. He said, I'm extremely blessed that I was in a position that I could put him on a medical plane and evacuate him to Europe for medical treatment. Um, But he kept thinking, what about the people who cannot access medical care in Congo? So he told his agent that he would return to the NBA this season if they could find a good fit and if he could play for a purpose. He said that he wanted to make this year about his dad because his dad made the, made most of his life about him, his brother, and his sisters, and about being of service to others. When Biombo was trying to make it to the NBA, it was his father who sacrificed and funded his playing in Yemen and in Spain before he was then drafted as seventh pick of the 2011 draft by the Sacramento Kings. So Bismack wanted to make this season means something. He just wasn't like, he wasn't mm-hmm. motivated by basketball anymore, but his agent was like, let's make this happen. So he returned to the Phoenix Suns where he had been playing before as a free agent. And then he has now announced that in honor of his father, he will donate the entire $1.3 million of his <gasps> contract to wow. the construction of a hospital in his hometown in Congo. Oh, wow. Yeah. He said, I told my agent my salary for this year will be going to the construction of a hospital back home to give hope to the hopeless. I want to be able to give them better conditions so they can have hope that their loved ones will be able to live and see another day. He also chose to wear the number 18 this season because June 18th was his father's birthday. Um, The construction of the hospital will be carried out through his foundation, the Bismack Biombo Foundation, which funds education and health for those in Congo. Um, And for over a decade, Bismack's father was the one who oversaw the foundation, um, which has dispersed like a huge chunk of about the $90 million Biombo has earned an 11 season career playing for five different NBA teams. Actually during the pandemic, the foundation delivered $1 million in medical supplies to hospitals across the country. Um, they annually grant 185 scholarships, 150 higher education opportunities, and they help over 1,000 patients every week receive treatment in Congolese hospitals. They've built schools. They re- refurbish medical clinics and hospitals all across the country. And Bismack said that he thought 
the foundation was doing enough. But then when his father passed, he said, I was just motivated to save. He said he was motivated to save more lives of people who are struggling in the Congo. He says he wants to build something that can help people for generations. He said the goal is not to live forever, but the goal is to do something that will hopefully live forever. He said, I know. He said, "By by me being a success in life and getting to this level, I was able to do more for my people. That has always been my inspiration. It's good to make a lot of money. It's a meaningless life if all you can look back at is that you've made a lot of money. Bismack said that he wanted to do something that would continue his father's long legacy of service to others, and so the hospital will be named after his beloved father, Francois Biombo. That's so sweet. Isn't that so sweet? It's just amazing. It's just amazing. It's just like what a beautiful relationship that they have and what an amazing – just an amazing thing that this guy has done of, of like just giving back to um, giving back to his country and giving back to his people. And the fact that his father was a big part of that and was the driving force behind it is just so beautiful. I love that. I love it too. Good story. Thanks. Sports. Sport. Who knew? We love sports. We love sports. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's do something dumb and something we love. Uh, so I'll start this week for something dumb and something I love. Um, so something dumb, I'm sure you guys have all watched the, uh, if you didn't watch the Oscars, you've watched the clip of the Oscars of Will Smith for slapping Chris Rock for making a joke about Jada Pinkett. Yeah. It's very dumb. It's ridiculous. Like it was a joke and it was like kind of a hack throwaway joke like Gia yeah. Jane it's a hack reference yeah you know so it's I think that it's dumb for sure and um I think it's a terrible example that it's setting it's funny because the first time I saw it though I was like that's bullshit that's fake there's no way and the, but I didn't watch the actual yeah, yeah, yeah. Oscars I didn't see like it in context and the pictures so, of it look <clears> my, so fake like it looks yes. like a stage slap yeah so my friends the uh, uh, Kristen, Carly, I know it wasn't fake. They quickly set me straight. Like, <laughs> how dare you? It was not fake. So it it's not fake. But the thing that was, I love, it, this just made me laugh so hard today at work. Like I did a like coffee up the nose spit take, like a three stooges moment was I was, um, my coworker Eric, who I adore, he's our maintenance manager, was like, "Did you guys see that Will Smith flap thing? That was crazy!" And I was like, "Yeah, I know it's crazy." And I'm like, I took a sip of my coffee, and then he was like, "Yeah, that was crazy." He was like, "Tell you what, he never would have pulled that shit on Steve Harvey." <laughs> and I start, I coughing went up my nose, and I started choking. I was laughing so hard, I was crying. <laughs> Uh, not only because was that like the funniest thing I'd, I'd ever heard, but also because like you know, guys, you guys know how much we love Steve Harvey on this <sighs> podcast. But um, <laughs> oh my god, and he's right. He never would have pulled that shit on Steve Harvey. <laughs> Can you imagine what Steve would have done? Steve fucking Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, oh, I just thought it was so funny. That's so funny. So just going off of what you said. What I think is one of the part of that I think is dumb is just that like, like I'm not I I I, I barely watch the Oscars. I've 
I used to love, I used to do like prop bets for it and, um, and like, you know, go all out and make food and have Oscars parties. But, um, but I just got, I'm like so jaded by it all. Like I just, or I just, I'm like, oh, it's all just so fake. Like it's all like campaigning to get these awards. Like there's nothing fair or notable about, but I was like, it makes me sad that that slap like over kind of like overshadowed the fact that Coda won the best best picture yeah yeah which was like so amazing then and the thing i love is that movie miss Coda. so it's like a feel-good movie of the year and i love that that won the oscar so there we go i'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you what i don't you know what coda it? is and i haven't seen it it's the it's the movie that won the oscar it's about I coda is the uh, oscars is <laughs> a child of uh deaf adults oh yeah it's on netflix so watch it okay yeah you know, I don't really like movies about people <laughs> having just, to overcome things. I don't like movies about deaf people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, no, I like, I know. I try to avoid <laughs> movies that hurt my heart at all costs. This is a, I'm a not feel a good movie. movie this watcher. is a good movie. A feel it's good a movie. Feel good movie. But is it? Does it make you feel bad at some point? Well, it's gonna make you feel something. I I don't really <laughs> want to feel anything right now. That's why I watch garbage. It's like I have. Well, I watch. I do love. You know, I have highbrow taste in film, lowbrow taste in TV. We both know that. Yeah. But I do try to, like, if somebody tells me that something's going to make me cry, I don't want to cry. Yeah. So is this, okay, is this going to make me cry? Yeah. I'm not going to do Okay. All right. Sorry. All right. But I believe you and I'm very happy that they won. Yeah. Uh, that they won Best Picture. Yeah. I support, I support them <laughs> and everybody that made it. Yeah, right, Jen. Yeah, right. I do. Um, all right, guys. Well, that is <laughs> <laughs> that's our episode. That's our quickie episode. And next week, we're going to be off. And then we'll see you again the following week with a full episode. Um, you know, hit us up in the meantime. We want to know what was the rumor in high school. Oh, I do have a good rumor. And this okay. was about my high school bully. Um, <gasps> and that I've always repeated as true. But then I recently realized that I actually don't know if it's true. But it was about the girl who bullied me after high school. She did I'll kill go, her. She I'll kill you her. Should you should? She did go on to become an exotic dancer. But the rumor was that she had um, a tattoo pointing to her, like right above her vagina, that said "Welcome to the Jungle." Ooh, <laughs> and that I don't know if that's true or not. But I've always repeated it as true because I wanted it to be true. Somebody find out if that's true. <laughs> Somebody look up <laughs> Schmangela Schmartman and see if <laughs> that's the truth. Oh um, but yeah, that was my, that was my, so you guys get back to us with your high school, crazy high school rumor. Did you have any dolphin sex at your high school? Um, you can find us on all the socials at dumb love podcast. You can email us at dumblove at gmail.com. You can rate and review, or you could tell a friend. That would be nice. You should do that. You should do all of those things. And thank you guys so much for everything. We dumb love you so much. And don't forget to get out there and do something dumb for love. Dumb, da-dum, dumb, dumb, da-dum, 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 da-